Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. We're glad you're here. I'm Kevin McDonald, your host for this grand adventure, and I thank you for joining us. You see, our mission is to create a positive, personal connection to all things with courage and love. We invite terrific guests, interesting topics, and great conversation, all in a fun, entertaining way. And we always manage to learn something, too. So I hope you will stay right where you are for this episode of Positive Talk Radio. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald. I get to be your host today, which, which means I get, I get to play with some of the most dynamic and interesting people on the planet. And we try every day to bring the most positive uh, folks that are really interested in making a difference in other people's lives. And today is absolutely no exception. Um, because the gal that I'm talking to today, her name is Donna Scotes Nixon, and I hope I said that right. You did. Uh, awesome. And she is a remarkable person. She is a author, and she's written the book, You Don't Need Anybody's, I love the title, by the way, <laughs> You Don't Need Anybody's Permission to Live Your Best Life. And that's the most positive thing that I can think of. And so with that, Donna, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Awesome. Awesome. You know, my executive producer, because this is Positive Talk Radio, uh, says that I need to say a positive like a bunch of times for, <laughs> for branding purposes. So if so, if I'm incessant about that, then that's, you know, I hope you'll understand. I'll try and be positive about that. Hey. <laughs> well, hold on. No, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. That's it. Okay. I want one of those. <laughs> I, I love my little device. So as an example, Donna Scotes Nixon is with us. Anyway, so that's just my sound effect. I have to get me one of those. So <laughs> they, they are really, it really is cool. I got to tell you, I, it, it's, it's really awesome. So tell me the title. Now, I heard a rumor because you wrote it down. That that you had, <laughs> you had a legal pad with two pages of titles and none of them worked. I did. I went through as I was getting ready to write the book and was trying to come up with the right title, and just started basically just writing whatever came to mind, what I knew that I'd written about already, and just trying to pull sentences out to think what's going to reach somebody that's sitting on the shelf at Barnes and Noble, and. None of it worked. And then I started going through emails that people had written me through the years um, with my coaching. And they thanked me for giving them permission to, to do whatever it is that they wanted to do. And I thought, it's just so crazy. You don't need permission. This is your life. This is your one life. So let, you know, you don't need to ask anybody's permission. The only permission you need is your own. And, and that's how I came up with the title. And that is so true, but how come nobody believes it? You know what? That's a great question. I don't know what it is. I myself, even as I was going through this process, found myself waiting for permission from um, 
literary, my literary agent or, you know, different publishers. I'd originally had partners that were going to work with me on this and I was waiting for them. So even I, having written about this, and that's partly why I did, thought, I don't need anyone's permission. I don't need to wait for a publisher to choose to do this. I'm going to do it myself. I want to get this out there. And there are publishers still interested in this, but it was, I didn't want to wait anymore. I didn't want to wait for their permission. So I'm hoping that by sharing this, it will give an aha moment to other people that they also don't need permission. Cause I don't know why it is that we seem to think that we do. Maybe it's a childhood issue or, Whatever it is, we don't need it. So I'm hoping so, to make that aha moment. So have you found, I know you said that you were going to work with some partners. Have you found that, that your passion and your vision has outstripped their ability to keep up? I've found, I have found that to be a real problem for me is I can't find uh, a partner that, that has got the same mindset to move forward the way that I would like to move forward. Do you have that problem too? I do. It's kind of interesting to hear you say that because I don't know what it was. I maybe in the beginning, I didn't feel I had the confidence to do it myself. So I was waiting on other people to help me. But what I did find in, in going through the process is exactly what you're saying. They didn't have the same vision. So then I'm faced with, do I continue with my vision or do I try and tweak it to their vision, which I didn't want to do. Um, nobody's going to have the same passion that I have for my own project. So I decided to, uh, there was a reason for that and that I needed to just do it myself. So yeah, exactly for that reason. I, I have found that, that in oftentimes that that really is what it takes because mm -hmm. you have to have the intestinal fortitude yes. to be able to strike out on your own and to say, you know what? I really don't give a damn. <laughs> what everybody else says or no, this, is, this is what i'm going to do and from my frame of reference i my job is to put it out there mm -hmm. i'm gonna let the universe and whoever else is out there bring people to it who need it and i know that's so. what you're doing with your work yes thank you i am a big proponent of the universe will bring us what we need um the secret which everybody has heard about at this point i'm sure the movie the secret or the book um, I use a lot of the same principles because the law of attraction works. I am you know, living proof of this. So over 25 years, I've been teaching these principles and, and I've seen it work in my own life. And I am definitely one who says, I don't give a damn. I am going to, again, this is my one life. So I'm going to do what it is I want. Um, as long as it's not hurting anybody, my, my choice is to make things better for people. So I just go for it make things better and uh, dare i say it more positive uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> it is it is what we are all about and yes. uh it is you know when you when you get into that mindset mm -hmm. and you start going down that path and where you are having um a good time every day when you wake up because you know today is going to be a great day yes. and and you and you're not uh, talking about things like the, the one saying that I hate the most is when you ask somebody how they are and they say, oh, not too bad. What are you saying? Not too bad? Yes. Yes. It's 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 crazy that, yep. that, 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 that people that people have trouble with that. Now, I know you see you were teaching 
the secret before the secret was the secret um so 20 that was not 25 years ago so it was less than that so exactly uh, congratulations that, that you've been doing that and you found that it works for you huh i do now um my late husband richard gilly nixon was also an author and had a book out called the lazy man's way to riches which is a extremely popular book in the personal growth field and also in business and direct marketing because those kind of two books in one and it was through him that I learned about the law of attraction, what is now known as the law of attraction. And, and I started implementing it in my life back in the, I'm trying to think of when that was, uh, 90, maybe. I mean, I, 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 I've lost track of time. I'm at that age. But it's been a very long time. But I started implementing it and, and saw immediately the difference. The other thing that I really do is I ask for whatever I want. I ask for it. And that's part of that law of attraction. And it works. It works for me. I've, I've been very blessed, but I work at it as well. Why is it that people don't believe that they deserve it? Boy, that's a, that's a therapy, therapy <laughs> answer there because I, I don't know. I mean, we all go through that, I think. I think there are certain times in my life where I, too, have gone through that. Um, so I really, I don't know. That's, that's beyond my, my scope. My goal and what I try and give to people is to let them know that they do deserve it. And in walking through this book, if you walk through it, I call it a journey because what you're doing is I'm trying to make you aware that you do deserve it, that there are some things that you want with some probing questions and I'm going to help you get there by giving you some tools to get there and doing some real talk about it, you know, so that I can kind of help you through some, some things that may have been holding you back and making you feel like you don't deserve it. You know, I love the premise of the book because what you're doing for people is if for whatever reason they can't afford a life coach, mm -hmm. uh, they, are, they don't know which life coach to get. Uh, what's somebody who's going to resonate with who they are or for whatever reason but right. this book allows them to, to go and to kind of figure it out on their own and then decide how to proceed. Right. Well, exactly. And there are, I mean, life coaching people do seem to get a little afraid of that. They either think it's woo woo stuff or they feel it's therapy and it's really not because the simplest way to explain the difference between life coaching and therapy is therapy is looking at your past, which you do need to do somewhat of to be able to move forward sometimes. But life coaching really is about moving you forward. It's about getting you from where you are right now to where you want to be. And, and that's what I try and do with the book. I do have something starting this year. Actually, it should be starting in February called Book Club with the Author. I and love that, by the way. Thank you. So you're going to get a little bit of both on that one. I'm going to keep it limited to 10 people each session. What we'll do is read through the book like you would in any kind of book club. But what you're going to get that other people don't get is you get to talk to me, the author and the life coach, through the process. So as we're going through the book, I will do be doing a Zoom call once a week so that we can work through whatever that chapter is that we're working on 
at that time. So you're getting that interaction with me and you're getting a little dose of what a life coach can give you, but you're also getting the author helping you through what it is that I was writing about. You know, we are in a very um, um, icky time, and that's a technical term, <laughs> I was saying. With, with the COVID and with the pandemic and mm -hmm. all of that. But there are some real positives that are coming out of it, one of which is that I don't think that most people um, would have thought about doing a Zoom call to, to do what you're doing now, which now is going to become a very, very mainstream thing. Yes. Um, and, and it also allows you the ability to help more people because you're not traveling from here to hither and yon to talk to groups of people. You can do it all from the Zoom and uh, and you can connect to people in a, in a much more meaningful way. I, I think that that's going to be one of the great positive things that are going to mm -hmm. come out of the uh, pandemic. I agree. Um, I am not one to be on camera very much. So it's really, I mean, I'm a writer. You, I want to sit in my office and write or sit in my backyard with my laptop and write. So having to embrace all the video technology that we have to be able to communicate nowadays has really pushed me out of my comfort zone. And, you know, I'm great talking in person on places, but I've never been one for cameras. So it's really enabled me now to push the envelope a little bit and now make that something that's going to be my main way of uh, communicating this year. I, I know exactly what you're saying, <laughs> because when I was doing a podcast, I could hide behind the fact that it was audio. Right. And I used to make the joke that I've got a face for audio. <laughs> and uh, and so <laughs> consequently, when it, it got to the point where we're now, you know, um, doing video and audio and all of that, mm -hmm. it's like the, those those insecurities come up. I'm too fat. I'm too short. I'm too bald. I, I got glasses. Uh, you know, my teeth aren't right. I, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I applaud you for practicing what you preach and stepping out of your comfort zone to do something that you really are not all that comfortable. Well, thank you. I think it's important um, as I thought about the process, because on my website, you don't need anyone's permission.com. I have many courses that are various chapters of the book that I have pulled out of the book and created into many courses um, to kind of give people bite size um, idea of what it is that I do. And on that one, I did mostly audio. So when I started thinking about this book club with the author and I was talking to some people about it, I thought, you know, what really makes the difference is by having that personal interaction. It's as if they could be sitting here having a live coaching session with me in my office. Um, but I'm able to do it all over the country, all over the world. So it's really getting that personal one-on-one -on -one attention that I think makes the difference. And that's why I decided to, to go to that extreme and do that. I think you're doing the exact right thing. Thank you. I think it'll be fun. It, it, number one, it'll be fun. Number two, you get to have the op opportunity to get 10 people or eight people, whatever the number is, mm -hmm. into a room who can benefit from the experiences that other people are having and uh, and the problems and the things that you can that you can bring to light some of the some of those issues so that and I'll bet you 
that you're going to have people in your group that are going to become lifelong friends? You know what? I think that'll happen as well. I'm very conversational. I'm very down to earth. And I, you know, it, I could set it up for an hour. I would go two hours if I needed to. I'm going to take the time that I need to give people whatever it is that they need. I did a beta test of this a couple of years ago when I first had the idea. Um, I did it with my late husband's book. And it was such a great experience. And those people are still some of my friends. Um, that just I had a group of 10. Actually, I think it was 15. We walked through his book. And it, we had a Facebook group, which we're going to be doing for this as well, where we'll be able to interact with each other through the week, too. But it was that time, that Zoom call, where we had some major breakthroughs when we when we did that so that was what really pushed me to do it this time is remembering what an impact it made and knowing that i am still friends with some of those people and that they still comment on it and it's actually some of their feedback that helped me write this book cool yeah well, well you've been doing uh you've been a life coach for a long time now so yes you know i mean like I consider like the nineties day before yesterday. <laughs> Me too, but was, actually. <laughs> but that yes. was 30 years ago. That just, I can't wrap my head around that. I, I can't, I can't either. And, uh, but so you've got lots and I want to point out to folks. Um, I use this guy as an example. I know a guy, he is a financial planner. Uh, he only takes million dollar customers plus, And he's got, a financial coach and a life coach mm -hmm. because he gets it. He understands that you can't, you need to have somebody else's perspective. You really and do. It, because you can't do it yourself. Um, nobody, nobody is, is that self analytical where they can step outside of themselves and to look at themselves as, as objectively as somebody else can. Exactly. You really need that um, outside perspective to hear what you're saying. It, um, my best friend is the resident life coach for my company, Donna Quarles. She's it, it's time to soar.com is her website. She is amazing. She is my life coach. So I am a life coach, but I have a life coach just as therapists often have their own therapist. So with her, the thing that she always talks about is I, she has the ability to hear, listen and hear what it is that they say they, that, that they want and she helps them get it. So you can be talking about something and not realizing that what you're like the, um, trying to think of the wording that what you're really saying, uh, you're reading between the lines, so to speak. We can read between the lines, I guess is the way to say it. Uh, you may not even realize that you know what you want, but we hear you a little bit differently. And, and we can help guide you through whatever your, whatever's holding you back. So whether it be fear or feeling you don't deserve it or where you've got family members telling you you'll never be able to do that, whatever that is, we can help you through that. And the same thing with this book, it's to help you take off the mask that you've been wearing, the, not the, the mask that we all have to wear nowadays with COVID, but that mask of 
where we get caught wearing it sometimes because our husband wants us to do something a certain way or our family wants us to be a certain way. And we get caught up in that life that we it just, it kind of happens slowly. And all of a sudden we're living a life we don't want to live. Um, I, as a life coach, want to help you through that. I, as an author, can reach a lot more people than I can in my home office. So that is what this book is about. It's about helping you take off that mask, helping you decide what it is that you need, helping you be your own life coach in a sense by making you aware, doing a little self-evaluation, making you aware and, and talking through it. I ask you some questions in the book that make you think. And it's the questions I'd be asking you if you were sitting on my couch in my office. Such as, can you give me an example of one of the questions? Sure. Well, my thing is, you know, what is it that you really want? If you strip down all, you know, all the things, if you sit down and think about what it is that you want, and I've done this with people, they will sit there and say, well, you know, we want to do this, or my, my child wants me to do this. I had a woman who, when I asked this question, it took her three days to come back to me and tell me what it is she wanted because her whole life had been devoted to her children or her husband or her job. And she had forgotten her, you know? So I say in the book, don't grieve yourself because you can lose yourself and get caught up in, you know, the everyday life and, and getting bills paid, which we of course all have to do. But that doesn't mean you can't do you as well. And so um, I have a process where you go through a series of questions and starting off with what is it that you really want? And not just a wouldn't it be nice if, but something that will get you up off the couch and get you excited about what it is that you want. So that's just the, that's the start of it. It, it. You go through several layers of those questions but it's also about identifying the people in your life that are stopping you from getting you what you want. Those toxic people. We That's all know a big those. Deal. That's yeah. a big deal. The Eeyores in our life. And it's about going through those questions. Um, I have a series of questions that I ask you to help you identify those people that may not want the best for you. And how can you move forward if you have people in your life that don't want the best for you? You need people that are supportive. So we go through a process of that as well. When you were writing the book, was there anybody in your life that was like, oh, Donna, Donna, Donna. <laughs> you can't know, Donna. You know, I, I think it's great that you it's it's a nice little, you know, uh, hobby for you to write these things down. But it'll never sell. You'll never get it. Out. Did you have anybody like that? Well, I'll tell you about 10 years ago when I first wanted to write this book, I had people doing that. Um, they are no longer in my life because I went through my own process of uh, weeding out the people that didn't want the best for me and were not supportive of me. Life is too short, in my opinion, to have those people in your life. And they can be family members even, you know? So I was talking with my brother about that today. Um, it's, you, life is just too short. Like it always comes down to that and it sounds so cliche, but it really is. And if you want to move forward, in your life, sometimes you're going to have to leave sound that, you know, and find new playmates to be able to, you know, support you in what it is you want to do. 
in my in my world in my life it's it's uh it really has been rather interesting because the universe has made it impossible for me to continue doing what i was doing because thing they they just put things like like when my when my ex-wife left all the friends went with me with her hmm. now none of these folks were particularly good for me um but i'm a kind-hearted guy and i wouldn't have wanted to to separate and do all of that but now it it was kind of given to me to do that mm -hmm. uh, do you find that that when we're looking at our life in total and stuff and as we move down that there are that there are things synchronicities that happen for us that the universe is giving us and then we are poo-pooing it and saying oh no that's not right or mm -hmm. do you find that there are people that you know, are in your work that come to you and say, and, and they miss the things that are right out there, right center that the universe is providing for them and they're not taking advantage of it. Absolutely. That's one of the key things for me coaching people is making them aware. They can sit and tell me all the things that are happening. And like you say, poo-pooing it. And I'm like, wait, you need to pause and think about this. Think about, if that were happening to a friend of yours, wouldn't you say hello? You know, like, don't you, you know, like, aren't you getting it? Um, and that's what, that's what I do because people get caught up in, in their life and, you know, making a living and, and don't pay attention to the good things that are happening to them. And you're right. The universe puts people in our life for a reason. They make things happen, uh, things happen in our life for a reason, like with your ex-wife uh, the friends leaving, I think, you know, that all happened for a reason. So it's being open to being aware is what to me is critical about making that the secrets of the universe basically work for us. It's being open to it and being aware and listening and paying attention. So you make the most of it. Can I tell you this uh, story real quick? Of course. Um, I'll be on your couch if that's okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and and um, I started this podcast a couple of years ago, and I used some of the material that I had from 2003, Neil Donald Walsh interviews, and and Gary Zukoff, and and mm -hmm. and others. And I, I built it and started and, and started to get some listeners and stuff. And uh, I was really enjoying doing it. Then I started doing it live, and I really enjoyed it. And I made the mistake of saying, boy, I wish I could just do this full time. Now, I was 63 <laughs> at the time. And I was 63 at the time, and I was driving a bus for a living, a Seattle Metro uh, bus, and was working about 50 hours a week. So I could put up an episode every now and again. And uh, But I really said... I really would like to be in a financial situation that I can afford to not make as much money and that I can do this full time and then have to work anymore. Guess what happened? Um, my son and I were, were out and about and uh, I had a fellow bus driver that actually lives here. Um, and I had the opportunity to go to a, uh, a 55 plus mobile home community and said, well, I'll just go look around. And there happened to be a real estate person there, so they showed me a place. I didn't like it very much. But on the way back, she stopped at another place that she didn't even represent. Um, 
And she stopped and said, I don't, I don't have anything to do with this, but I thought maybe you'd like to look at it. I live in it today. Oh, is that right? I was able, it was able to buy it uh, uh, with, a, with the right amount of money and been refurbished and stuff. It's a beautiful place. And it just it was perfect for me. And uh, so, and it also cut my um, uh, expenses in half. Um, so then I could suddenly, I, I didn't have to work as much so that I could do this more. And, and so as I was moving into my new place, remember I'd asked to not work. I asked to be able to retire so that I could do this all the time. And I was, uh, the front steps were, were, they had built them and it was like seven inches, seven inches, seven inches, eight inches. So the top one was a little higher than the other ones. And so I tripped over it while I was carrying in a lamp and mm. fell and tore my rotator cuff. Ooh. Uh, and so I had to have surgery to repair that. So I was off work. And, uh, and, and then I was babysitting my son's eight-week-old Dalmatian or uh, uh, Labrador puppy. And he uh, got caught up in my feet. I fell and tore up my other arm. Oh my gosh! Uh, in like, in like, this is a month and a half after surgery. So I was lying there on the ground, and this this arm was was not not functional anymore because I I tore my I tore my uh, uh, tricep tendon and, uh -huh. and a bunch of other stuff, and so I couldn't get up with that. The other arm I couldn't move get up because it had been surgically repaired, and I didn't want to rip it open again. And so I was lying there, uh, and it was one of those things. It's like. I have fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> and so I ended up, I was able to uh, um, crawl, not crawl, scooch, I guess, yeah. over to where my phone was and called 911 and they came and picked me up and they, and they said, oh, you've got a dislocated elbow. And it turned out to be a little worse than that. And so I had that surgery on that. And wow. at one point, and at one point I was supposed to be in a, uh, in a cast for my right arm still. And then my left arm was in a cast and I, and they said, well, you need to keep this. You need to, and, and they were trying to figure out how I could keep everything immobile <laughs> at, the, at the same, same time. And the funny thing was one of the nurses left and, and she was standing outside talking and was like, you should see this guy in there. He's got this and this poor man. I was considering it a blessing because mm -hmm. ultimately I wasn't able to work anymore and I wasn't right. able to return to work. So I was able to, and the company Metro's got great insurance, so I got disability, so I don't have to do that because I had said. Yep, you asked for what you wanted. <laughs> I asked for what I wanted, and boy, did I get it. And uh, <laughs> and so now I'm, you know, relatively healthy. I, I can't, still can't, my arms don't work the way they used to, and I've got her, anyway. Uh, but I, I can stay, and I can do this and I can talk to people like you and I can provide positive motivation for folks who want to live their life and you do that and that that's really why I wanted to have you I'm sorry that story took so long but it was no, I, uh, it's an interesting story and I can relate because I had a bad motorcycle accident oh. I had been working at J-O-B as I call it had a bad motorcycle accident and was off because of that my ankles still to this day not good um, was ready to go back to work and then COVID happened and my job ended and all of a sudden I had the time that I had asked for to be able to write this book. To me, it was the biggest blessing. COVID is not a blessing and I understand that. And 
but the time that it allowed me to write my book changed my life by having, but again, it was that I had been saying, I just need time to do me. I need time to write my book. You know, I, the things that I write about in the book are things that I've gone through myself because I had that same thing. I needed to find that time. I asked for the time and got it in a weird way like you did. So, <laughs> and, and it works if you, and if you're open to it, exactly. Now, there are some people that could have said, Oh man, I ripped my arm up. Then I ripped my other arm up. Mm -hmm. and woe is me. And I'm just going to sit here and pour myself into a bottle of beer yeah. or something yeah. like that. And, mm -hmm. it, but that wasn't what my passion is. And right. so I, I really, so that's, that's why if I were to sit on your couch and you were to ask me what my passion is, I would say exactly what I'm doing today is what my passion is. And every, everybody should be able to live their passion. That's my thing is, you know, if you grew up with your parents wanting you to be a lawyer and you became a lawyer, but you really wanted to do music, well, you know, go do music. This is, again, the one, the one life we get. Go do what it is that you want to do. And I can see the passion in you. I feel the passion in me. I've never been happier than I am right now doing what it is that I love to do spending all of my time doing this. And that's what it's about. It's about doing what makes you happy, making, that's going to keep you positive and, and keep your life positive. Woo! I need to give you five bucks every time. You do that. <laughs> oh, wait, let me, let me get going here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I just, it seems to me that um, if, if you're doing what you love to do, everybody is happier. And I understand that we have to oftentimes do things we don't want to because we do need to keep, keep bills paid. But what you can do is do little things during that time frame that help you get to where you want to be in the long run. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing. You know, it doesn't have to be just working at a job to keep the bills paid. There are things that you can do to work towards your goals and your dreams and make it the best life that you can. It took me years to get there. So I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just, you know, I wasn't sitting there being, you know, spoon fed or, you know, bonbons being delivered. I was working a job too, you know, so, so I get it. Well, and it's, it's vital that, that in, in, in my opinion, it's, if you're called to do something and, and mm. now don't you think I, I, here's a good question for you in the people that you've worked with, do you feel like everybody is called to do something? Yes, I believe that I believe that there is a calling. I think what trips people up a lot of the time is that they feel it has to be this huge extraordinary thing and, you know, that their purpose is this huge extraordinary thing. And so that they get caught up in that. There are people like Martin Luther King, which of course today is the day we celebrate him. What his passion and purpose was, was something extraordinary. Um, but it doesn't have to be that for everybody. It can be as simple as just being the best mother, which is not simple actually, but being the best mother or father no, no, out no, no, there. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that that definitely is not simple. But, but you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be something that's world recognized. You know, it. It's whatever your calling can be something 
just as being a great parent. Um, or it can be, you know, Maya Angelou, you know, doing something amazing as she did. So it, I believe that everybody has a calling. I don't believe that people pay attention to it. I think, and some people are afraid of their calling. Some people know what it is that they're supposed to be doing, but they are afraid to make that leap into doing it for whatever the reason is. I've had plenty of those people that I've talked to through the years that have that fear of failure or fear of success. You know, then they're both there. Yes, exactly. Really there. And uh, the fear of success I find to be, well, I, you know, the fear of success is, see, for me, success is different than uh, uh, red carpets or, or, or notoriety or, right. or f- being famous. Uh, for me, success is having somebody who I'll never meet be able to listen to a podcast, listen to you, and it changed their life. They go get your book. They read your book. It changes what who they are and stuff. And that for me, that's success. That's success for me as well. I don't need to know. I don't need to have people call me out in particular. The the best thing, the, the thing that makes me happiest and makes everything that I do worth it is knowing that it changed somebody's life. And I get those emails from people, and it is nice to know. It's just kind of that encouragement to keep going. But even if I never heard from anybody, I know that it's touching somebody. My father was a Methodist minister, and and I know that on Sunday morning, he was reaching people, whether he ever knew it or not, because whatever he may have said that needed to reach them on that day, you know, happened. And I know that that's happening with this book, too. And that's all that's important to me is I just want people to live their best life and know that they deserve it. And, and that you can live your best life. And I know that there's traumas that happen. People get stuck in habits that aren't good for them. And you know, we all go there. Um, I have a chapter called Habits, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, um, which, which is fun because you know I try and make a little bit more fun about talking about those things that may be holding us back. And, and I help you through that. Um, the Toxic People, that chapter is called Bye, Felicia. Um, because it's about saying goodbye to the people that, you know, aren't there for you. It's, you know, um, I don't know. It's just, it's about living your best life and everybody deserves it. So all I want is to help you through that. And that to me makes everything worth it. And uh, the chapters of your book, because you do talk a great deal about Mm -hmm. the different aspects of our lives that, uh uh-oh, The different aspects of our lives that can uh, uh, can cause problems for us, and, uh, and here we are. I don't know what in the world just happened, but apparently, the energy <laughs> that you and I have together has been uh, it threw us right off off the bridge there for a I second. guess so, but I'm back, so I'm sorry. You were saying I can't remember. That was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got I to tell you, this is the second time, this is weird, the second time this has happened today, because uh, I was doing a r- live radio show, mm-hmm. and the board operator who's supposed to be on, you know, like operating the board at the radio station, mm-hmm. he had stepped out into the next room. The guest that I had, her connection failed, oh, and gosh. so I was sitting there, and uh, I was saying, 
Benny. Now this was going out live on the air. <laughs> it was like Benny, who's the board operator. He was in the other room, so he couldn't hear me. I didn't know whether I was on the air, off the air, whether it was my problem, their problem, whose problem it was. It was weird. And so we spent about seven minutes of that kind of, Benny, are you there? Oh, wow. Seven minutes. That's a long time on live radio. (laughs) Well, it was kind of live. It was kind of sort of dead radio at that point. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but but in any event, uh, it, it it is a pleasure talking with someone like you and if somebody wants to hire you as a life coach how do they go about doing that you can just go on to my website uh, you don't need anyone's permission.com and i have uh, my book available on there i have several free downloads and i would love it um, for any of your listeners to go on the website and download some of the freebies i have one my most popular is 10 tangible tips to achieving your goals that's been the most popular download. And I'm actually, my next mini course that's coming out in the next couple of weeks is about crushing your goals. So um, I would love for people to come on and, and sign up for that. But I also have an area there, um, uh, a page about coaching, my coaching practice, and where you can sign up to have a complimentary call with me so that we can talk about it and see if it's something that would work for, for you. And uh, that one is complimentary because I want you to just get an idea of what it is that we'll do together and see if that's going to work for you. And there's also the ability to do it with my resident life coach, who is um, remarkable as well. So if I'm unavailable, she is available. That, by the way, was a real tongue twister. Ten tangible well, tips. <laughs> for... Wow. And I got it all out perfectly. You did. How about that? What? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's been crazy popular download. I have a one about habits called the habit contract, uh, a free download, which is great. That's my favorite because it really, you get to pick a reward for yourself for doing a habit for 30 days, creating a new habit or get, getting rid of a bad habit. So that one's my favorite. Um, and that one's popular, but the, the, 10 tips is, is by far the most popular. See, now you get me all. <laughs> um, but it is the most popular because we all have goals and sometimes, you know, we need help in, in working our way through them. So we do. And, and a lot of times we are because of the, the stories that are in our head that somebody planted there from years ago. Yes. Um, that we don't believe either we're worthy or that we can or who told you you could be on the radio who told you you could write a book you know and and it's it's so sad that that a lot of us stop and don't continue on and and to really work to make a difference because god put us here for a reason and we 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 decided before i believe we decided before we even got here what we wanted to accomplish. Yes. And, you know, and, and even if, and I was going to mention this, even if your contribution to the planet is to smile and to say good morning, exactly. have a positive attitude, and to be nice to the cashier, to be nice to the, the folks that you meet in your daily life, and to, and to really enjoy and have a smile on your face all the time. If that's it... That's enough. That is it, because that one smile that you're giving to somebody may be the smile they needed that day. So you're right. It's uh, it's 
it doesn't have to be this huge thing that people always feel it has to be for this. You know, I used to be so frustrated as, as I was growing up that my dad knew at like age eight, you know, that he wanted to be a minister. And I didn't know what my purpose was or, and I, my passion is traveling. So I was, you know, all about traveling. And as I went through the years and started thinking about it more and more, it was that I wanted people to be able to live the kind of life that I was living. It really, you know, I was able to pinpoint that that was my passion. And then how do I make that happen? And that's what brought me here today. There's also a point where, you know, I'm 58 years old. I've reached a point where I don't let people into my life that don't want the best for me or aren't supportive of me or that are negative. I surround myself with positive people only. And, and that could be just, you know, a smile here or a positive word there. It's the old school. This is how I live my life. The old school of the golden rule of do unto others. That's if I were to pinpoint down to, you know, the very simplest form, that's to me what I want to do for people. I'm going to help them, um, I'm going to do for them basically what others do for me. And I keep myself surrounded with the positive people to be able to do that. Yeah, that's beautifully said. Beautifully it's said. so simple, right? If you think about it, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I mean, it's as simple as a smile at a grocery store for somebody. It may have been the only smile they got today, you know? So um, that, that's how I treat people in my world and how I want to be treated. So, and if people don't treat me that way, they're not a part of my life. So, you know, I learned that I believe that every part, every experience that we have is designed, given to us mm -hmm. and is designed to help us along with the passion and what we truly want to do. Mm -hmm. And that each experience that we have, I'll give you an example. I drove a bus for 12 years, uh, a city bus. Um, and I learned the, in that because you know, by and large in the, in not the commute times, but the off times you're dealing with the bottom 3% of society, mm -hmm. uh, people, they can't get a driver's license. They don't speak the language. They don't, they're on drugs, uh, you know, for in a myriad of other problems that they have. And in a lot of cases, a homeless person gets on your bus you may, you are the only person that they've talked to all day. Or and that has been willing to talk to them. Exactly. And how you interact with them is got a, will have a huge benefit or detriment to how the rest of their day goes. And yeah. uh, it's, it's just, it's remarkable that, and as an individual that we have, and a lot of us, I'm getting off on a tangent, but a lot of us don't recognize that we have that power. That yes. as an individual, we have the energy and the power to affect whatever's going on around us at any given time. It really is remarkable that we have that. It's so true. And that's about treating other people that way, but also ourselves. Um, I have a chapter in my book called Who's the Boss? And it's all about attitude. It's about creating that attitude. You can create that attitude where you are better to yourself as well as better to the other people. You can learn to be more positive and to be positive towards others, of course. Um, 
you know, I have the extremes of you can be an Eeyore who's always negative or you can be Ferris Bueller, you know, which is <laughs> I'm definitely a Ferris Bueller. I'm about let me go live life and I'm going to jump up on that, you know, parade float. Um, for those of you that have seen the movie and know what I'm talking about, but it is about living life and about being, you know, good to others. So, uh, yeah. It has been a dynamic pleasure talking with you today. And you're, you're the type of person that fills somebody's soul up. Do you know that? Well, thank you for saying that. I feel that about you too. What a delight you are. I want to well, do this all the time. Arsh. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, you have to come back. That's I'd love just, to. That's just a rule uh, because you, you are, by the way, we're talking with Donna Scotes Nixon, and she's got the book that you need to go buy, and it's called You Don't Need Anybody's Permission. You Don't Need Anyone's Permission to Live Your Best right. Life. And yep. That is so, that is so true. You know, and that is so freeing. If you don't need anybody's permission, you can give yourself permission, and that's that's all you need. That's and the it, only permission you need is your own is, and you need to be able to give it to yourself. And this book helps you give yourself permission. If you are struggling with that. I think that's a pretty universal concept. I think everybody yeah. struggles with it. I think, yeah. I mean, we all do at some point of our life and some people struggle with it maybe a little bit longer than others, but um, the book is available on Amazon, of course, and it's available at all independent bookstores. I'm very big proponent of uh, going to your local bookstore. They can order it. Um, Barnes and Noble has it, or you can get it on my website. You don't need anyone's permission.com. If you buy it on the website, um, I have a place where you can make a note if you want it autographed either for yourself or just send to somebody. I'll write a personal note in and, and send that off as well. And that's, if you sign up for the email list, you'll get information on the book club with the author that we talked about. That'll be starting up, uh, in the next few weeks, actually in February. Honestly, you must, if you, if you have a mind to do this, you, you really should, you should be part of that, uh, because that, that can be a, a life changing experience. Yes, very much so. You know, thank it, you. you know, you know, you're welcome and thank you for doing it because that's, it takes a lot of time and effort and, and things like that, but that's, you're just giving back and you're, and you're not charging for that. I don't think, are you? Or are you charging a little bit? Uh, yeah, no, I'll be charging for that because just for the expense of the book and everything going into it. And you get a little something that is uh, sent to you when you sign up for that. You get a present? You get I a like, present. I, I mean, like I, presents. I say I love I love swag, so you get some swag. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, you know, uh, Donna, I have to tell you, earlier today, I had the opportunity to meet and uh, interview a, a gal that's going to be on the show in uh, next week or two. And she's a model. She's 26 years old. She is 5'10", 120 pounds. <laughs> like, I remember those days. 5'10", <laughs> like 120 pounds. Where to how? Uh, you know, and um, she, she lives in Hawaii mm. uh, two weeks out of the year or out of the yeah. month and L.A. two weeks out of the month. And you know what? She still has doubts. She mm, still has yeah. questions about who she is and where she's going and all that. So it doesn't, you know, you can be a world famous, glamorous model that lives that that is a jet setter that goes here mm -hmm. and there, and people take her picture and all that. Doesn't matter. No, and I talk about some of those people in the book. Some of the people that we all know of and see on TV 
I, I bring up some of those people to make you aware of the fact that you are not alone in that, that those people that we want to be sometimes, you know, or want their life are struggling with the same issues we are. So you're right. It's, it's a universal issue. It's, it's amazing to me because, you know, you got people like, uh, do you remember the, the show? This Now this goes back, <laughs> uh, back in the 70s, Chico and the Man. Oh, God, yeah, of course. And Freddie Prinze. Yeah, Freddie Prinze. Who was 23 years old, had yeah. the world by the tail. Every He was on The Tonight Show. He had his own television series. And he was so unhappy with life that he ended up taking his. I know, it's... It is, it is so sad that, that, and I'm hopeful that if people are free to be able to say, I choose to live my best life, and if you can't, go get this book. I think it'll help you. Thanks. It will. And, I, you know, I've been there. That You talk about the model. Um, back in my younger days, I was a model. I'm 5'11". I am no longer 120 pounds, though there was a time, um, you know pre-50s um that I was that but you know I have more I have so much more confidence now than I ever did at that age and looking like that you know um there's a, a wisdom that comes of course with all of that but I did a lot of work on myself through the through all these years and and it was important for me at this point in my life to share it with other people to be able to help them get beyond, you know, even if you're not in your 20s, if you're in your 50s and and want to change your life and have not been able to, now's the time. It's never too late. That's a, I'm so big on that. It's never, ever, ever, you can be in your 70s and it's never too late to be able to make changes to have a better life. And when you are, when it is your time and everybody's got a clock, Mm -hmm. And everybody's got a, a time that it ends mm -hmm. um, on that day. And I'm, I'm firmly convinced that on that day that you do not want to have any regrets. Exactly. You don't want to leave anything as they say on, in the sports terms, they want, you want to leave it all on the field. Mm -hmm. You don't want to leave any in reserve that, that you could have, should have, um, you know, you, you want to, you want to leave it all on the field and you want to go out saying, yeah, you know, I did the best I could, and I did as well as I could possibly do. And then, exactly. then, you, can, then you can be okay. Yes, yeah. I'm, I am all about that. And as, as, as you and I get older, and we start seeing people that are our age starting to drop like flies, mm -hmm. it's, it's like you don't, just don't know. So don't wait. Go do it, and do it today. Give do yourself. Today. Yes. Give yourself. Dare I say it? Permission. What? <laughs> <laughs> give, give yourself permission to go and live your best life because you deserve, deserve it. it. Yes, you do. Donna, thank you so much for being here. And let's go through your information one more time. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you for having me. This has been such a delight. And I look forward to um, being with you again. Um, website is you don't need anyone's permission.com. You can get my book. You don't need anyone's permission to live your best life on there or Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or any independent bookstore on my, uh, or my social media. I would love to, I'm, I'm trying to build that up. Um, I have great posts on there. Uh, it's at you don't need anyone's permission. That's both on Facebook and Instagram. 
And uh, on my website, you can sign up for some freebies. That'll get you on the email list to, so you know when Book Club with the Author is starting. Um, the new mini course goals is going up. But I also have two mini courses up there right now ready to go. So you can check those out as well. And Donna Skates uh, Nixon has been our Scotes Nixon has been mm -hmm. our guest. Thank you very much. And uh, but before we go, yes. Uh, before we go, I always like to give my guests the opportunity to say what is in your heart to the audience that's listening now or the audience that's listening in the future about mm -hmm. anything that you would like them to know. I just want everybody to know that their life is important, that they deserve the very best in life, no matter what cards you may have been dealt, so to speak, you have the power to make the changes. And you can do that with some help, whether it be professional help or with like my book, where you can sit quietly and read it yourself. It's whatever it is, you have the ability to make those changes. You can become empowered to heal yourself and move forward and live your best life. You deserve it. Absolutely well said. Thank you. And I thank you very much for that. And by the way, if you would like to find out more about this podcast and what we are doing, go to uh, uh, positivetalkradio.net or mindapenetreport.com com or thinkenergy.fans there's so many and uh, you can learn all about what it is that i do and and uh, there's some some really 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 incredible people and donna is mm -hmm. no exception she's been she's been awesome today you will be back i must insist <laughs> well thank you i will look forward to that you've been awesome too and i love what it is that you're doing and i appreciate the time and energy you put into uh, bringing out all the positivity. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's, there's a, that's 10 bucks. <laughs> positivity. And, and yeah, I'll send is, you my Venmo information. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. And this is uh, Positive Talk Radio. And uh, I would like to thank everybody for being here. Donna, if you'll wait right there, I've got to do this and I'll be right back. Okay. Thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of KMmedia.pro. Please visit our website, oddly enough, named KMmedia.pro, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great, positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to each other, because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time.